like got the mm. gist all right and then yeah. i'll miss a ton of stuff and i won't answer I all, the, all the things you. you're supposed to respond to so yeah having somebody that's like thorough and responsible is good that's yeah. a good music industry question how many if we're going on facebook likes or follows however you want to say that how many before you needed a manager hmm. i needed a manager since i was like five <laughs> uh after you left your parents house and <laughs> five five after old. myspace uh and yeah, somewhere in the middle of facebook uh instagram kicks in and you're like, I've got 4,000 followers. I need a manager. Nah, it's not like that. I mean, I'm always kind of of the mindset of like, I just want to do everything myself. And, um, you know, I've, I guess I have like commitment issues to a degree. So it's hard to let somebody into something that you've been building on your own. Mm. But at, uh, at certain points, you just kind of have to look at uh, what's going on and 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 make the decision to trust people yeah i guess how long did it take you to trust uh cheryl Cheryl. oh man like what was there a point where you were like all right get into this yeah Um, it's either this or your dating life so you choose you don't want a professional professional dating um yeah i met cheryl like six or seven years ago i just like some super small gig and um She's a real, like a super music fan, super, like you, are you guys super fans or like, like she's a super music fan and there's a lot of people like that are just like real big fans of stuff. Um, She's texting me right now. I just flipped my phone over. So, uh, <laughs> you did, did you do the All glance the thing? She's like, here. please stop Let's talking out. about me. Yeah. Surely you did this the glance thing. This is not the point like, of your interview. Got the details. <laughs> anyway, so we just got in touch and then she hit me with this email one day. I believe I could be wrong. She hit me with this email and it was like, here is an organized spreadsheet of all the places you should contact to get other gigs. And I was like, uh, what? I don't know how to use Excel. I still don't know how to use Excel. And, uh, I was, I, and in my head at the time, it just kind of clicked. I was like, well, here's a very highly organized person. That's obviously motivated. That obviously loves music. So we kind of, uh, dabbled in that. And then over the years became friends. And then I have worked on many projects together. And then, uh, you know, I guess things just develop it's a weird you know management is a, is a weird thing yeah you guys uh you have amazon prime mm-hmm. yeah yeah have you watched the marvelous mrs Maisel? yeah you <laughs> great have show, great show fantastic show right? both of them laughed at you and i was like yeah it's good it's i have never show. heard of it i was just laughing it's, real, it's super good yeah, yeah stand-up comedy yeah it's like i think it's the 1950s it, yeah, sounds about right right and mm-hmm. it's a you know female lead and she becomes a professional stand-up comedian and it kind of chronicles her journey and mm-hmm. and her relationship with her manager and you know that that whole thing she's from mad tv is she yeah she's originally from mad tv the the manager was wait oh, what's manager. her name uh, this was like a i don't know the manager's name uh, but one of the you know <laughs> so that's interesting so stand-up comedy was there anything besides music you ever wanted to do like when you were a kid what was your first thing that you wanted to do the first thing I was ever in love with was surfing. Oh, that's so LA. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, I was obsessed. <laughs> You're welcome. I was obsessed with surfing. So you want to be like a pro surfer? I I didn't. I don't think I ever had that idea. I was just like very very into surfing. I I didn't really even ever think about music until mm-hmm. like kind of later on too. But uh, I was very into surfing and and mm-hmm. um, I started getting mediocre and then uh, <laughs> started to. one day a huge swell came in it was El Nino back in uh, the day yeah. and uh, I just gotten finished reading a book about Mavericks and big wave surfers and I decided like this is the time to go out there yeah. and that pretty much ruined my surfing career because after that I discovered the ocean is 
scary. Yeah, yeah super unforgiving. Yeah. I was such a poser growing up. I had like trans world skateboarding, trans world uh, uh, snowboarding. You can't even say trans surfing. world these days. Yeah. Well, the, but then, but then the the and I wasn't doing any of them. I was just looking at the pictures and being, oh my gosh, surfers, that's so cool. Snowboarding, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Skateboarding, so that's so cool. And then I started skateboarding. I broke my thumb, got stitches in my chin, like oh, bumps yeah, and bruises. Yeah. I'm like, so it turns out I really like the magazines and not yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. But Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> yeah. changed everything for me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> Pro yeah. Skater, classic. I feel like a lot of people just like like the surf fashion and the like. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh yeah. If you didn't have Hurley in my yeah. school, you weren't shit. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be wearing Hurley. <laughs> so when was it? When was it finally music for you? Like when did when did you start thinking about it seriously? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, I guess I was in a band in high school that uh, was in my memory, uh, kind of like doing well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was the first positive response to music I had had really. Were you the lead singer? I was the singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that dream kind of carried with me and then I decided that it was not feasible and, uh, I was still in bands and stuff like that. And it was kind of like, I would take it super seriously. Like I was always very into writing. It was, it was kind of just what I always did. And then I didn't really uh, get serious about it, even though I thought I was. And then one day my uncle was like, hey, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> uh, <laughs> classic like, uncle question. I was like, uh, they you ask know, the questions, dad. I got yeah. a band and I'm in yeah. a, I got a job and I'm in a band. Get some Hurley gear. <laughs> and he's I'm like, doing great. He's like, maybe you want to consider doing something seriously <laughs> and I was like harsh I was like okay harsh. and he's like so what do you want to do and I was like I have no idea mm. and he was like alright <laughs> pretend I have a gun to your head <laughs> hey that's similar to your question it's like a variation I mean it's elevator four story elevator gun to the gun. head I know. yeah <laughs> I guess I've gotten soft in San Francisco yeah I grew, I grew up somewhere that had guns and that would have been the question that like we would have asked but if somebody was about to shoot you yeah San Francisco how would you made pitch me I mean, you can't buy guns in the city, so it's like, who's got this gun? Hmm. Well, this was in a different city. Right, where you can buy so guns. So it's feasible, yeah. Yeah. What, 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 shot me. what city? Alameda. Uh, do they sell guns in Alameda? I don't think they do. Some people are, <laughs> people are getting them in on the bridge and tunnels, though. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, gun to your head, what are you going to do? And I was like, mm. uh, music. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, you better get on it then boy but so like how did you know like it sounds like you didn't like train musically or anything you just started singing in a band like how did you even know you were good and that you know was just crowd reaction or like um i wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) so like i i thought i was though i thought i was cool so how'd you get good then good start um i got good from street performing oh Mm -hmm. interesting and i would argue i'm still getting good to this by yourself yeah yeah. You just go out with a guitar or something? Yeah, that was the scariest oh, yeah. thing I ever did. Wow. That was terrifying. What was the first time, like? I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> you don't want to. I don't want to tell you. Why'd you, why'd you decide to street perform? Was it just, like, to get yourself in front and to get your music in front of more people? Yeah, well, it was my uncle's idea. Yeah. Oh, really? He's like, well, the thing is, if you're going to be a musician, you have to play every day, and you got to start performing in front of people and, you know, getting an audience. And it's going to be really hard to book yourself five days a week if you're nothing. Yeah. And so uh, he came up with the idea of street performing, and I yeah. enrolled in the – there's a street performers program in San Francisco. You gotta get a There's license. A street performance. You gotta get a that license. So you gotta have insurance. Wow. 
So those like those guys in the bar station are like licensed. Uh, no, not there. That's that's not that same thing. But like if you go to Fisherman's Wharf, that's all okay. licensed. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I guess that I guess that checks out. How much is insurance? It's like three hundred dollars a year. Jeez, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you got to spend money to make money. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I I mean, yeah. So that's how. So I started doing that. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. I I've never told anybody this before. Exclusive. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Are you recording? The first time yes. I street performed, I try to pretend like I might be possibly homeless. Whoa. Like I didn't wear super nice clothes or anything like that. Uh-huh. Like I tried to be like, you know, like yeah. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know how I was supposed to look. I, also, I don't even think I had a f- microphone or anything like that. I think I was just like an acoustic guitar and yeah. like a pot for money. And, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. and so like I wore like scroungy clothes and shit like that. But then eventually I realized that the the idea is to make yourself awesome. Yeah. And then for people to be like, oh, you're cool. So was the, was the homeless act just to like sort of not stand out too much? And that was just, blend in that was just me being scared and I didn't know what to do or yeah. how to handle yeah. that or like what people's perception of me might be. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. Like when you cleaned up and weren't acting homeless anymore, did you make more money or less money All right, I'll tell you. or the same amount of money? No, yeah, I, how I, did I, the pot? So, so the, so the <laughs> first time I went out, I made like $12 uh-huh. when I, when I was like, I I'm like quasi homeless guy. Yeah, that's candy right. money. <laughs> I was like, hey, at least I can get the the boat, the ferry ticket back to Alameda. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next time I went out, I kind of got my shit together a little bit more, and I had an amp, and I was using some some playback machine, actually a CD player. <laughs> and then uh, I made playback six. I made machine. sixty bucks in three days, hey. in three hours. I made sixty dollars in three hours. Nice. Wow. And I was like, dude, that's how much I was making at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. And then, so eventually I was like, I bet you I can make a hundred bucks. And then I started making a hundred bucks for very regularly. Yeah. And I was like, I bet you I make 200 bucks. And so like, yeah. you know, six months goes by and now I'm clearing 200 bucks every day for, you know, pretty regularly and selling CDs. Yeah. And then one day out of the blue, I sold out of CDs and made like $450 in an hour. Dang. And <laughs> I nearly had a panic attack. I was like, people like this. Yeah. <laughs> like it was yeah, yeah. so, it was so surreal. And then I really hit the street performing super hard. And, um, Wow. And that was like good for development and then uh, good for meeting people. I'm still friends with a lot of people that I met through street performing to this day. And Is that it was like quite co-performers and, uh, or just like random? No, not really that. Although I knew, I just did a couple of those guys, but uh, no people I'm talking like yeah. fans, yeah. you know, people that support me. Yeah. So would they start like showing up to where you would be, you know, to like see you again. Occasionally. Again? Yep. Yeah. You'd have some repeat people and awesome. then, you know, people that follow you on Facebook or answer your emails mm-hmm. and right to you and what was your favorite place to busk i mean fisherman's wharf yeah I, that's where i would go there's yeah. a couple spots down there pier 39 i eventually that's like the coveted spot pier mm-hmm. 39 somebody's got to die for you to get into pier 39 mm. and uh i somehow got hooked up is with cheryl that. calling you no man <laughs> cheryl <laughs> the um from from buskington now either how do you measure how many songs you have or how many albums you have or how, do, how are you measuring what's released how, how am i measuring yeah like okay so you, you if you were trying to measure the amount of stuff you've created over the last years do you do you do you measure it in the amount of recorded songs the amount of written songs like how do you measure your success from then to now kilograms yeah i i, I i'm trying to think if that's european measurements or, <laughs> yeah. i have no idea i don't even know what a kilogram is um i don't 
I don't generally think about that. I think I've released three EPs and then probably enough singles for another EP or album. And then, I mean, that's not a ton, but I've written quite a bit more. Just the, the process of recording, since I'm not an engineer, I'm not a producer, has been, you know, it's tough to get get that cracking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, the, what's the newest thing that you've uh, released? I had a song come out a couple weeks ago called 21. 21. Yeah. Yeah. You heard that one? Mm-hmm. That's a smooth groove. Smooth groove. Yeah, All right. Sexy. Appreciate it. Is that just a sex song? You can be honest with me. It's not. It's a sexy song. Yeah. But I mean, like, sure I, can't, I can't get away with just doing full blown sex songs. No. At this point. No. I can't go full John Mayer on it. <laughs> your body is a wonderland shit. Oh, damn. That is a sex song. You're right. Yeah. No, I guess if you, if you'd be all sweet like that, you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just gonna, couch it in romance, but really it's you know just it's, this just is about good old fashioned fucking. But how, much, but how much more of that song? How much more of that song do you know besides "Use My Hands"? So like your body, just Nothing. over and over. My body is wonderland. No, that's all I know. Is over and over. I mean, like those are the songs I get stuck in my head, and I'm like, do I need to know more? Do people ever compare you to that? To that kind of like I get John Mayer and Dave Matthews is the most often comparison. Which is like, if you if we're about to, are we going to listen to this recording? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I may or may not have it queued up. I may have known the answer to my question, but I was trying to set you up you for sneaky it. sneaky mother. I may have already had it queued, but mm-hmm. I was, you know. Whereas I was playing. like an excited fanboy, so I said, <laughs> 21! I was like, oh my God, we're going to play this song. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than, oh, we have uh, Sam, what's his last name? <laughs> Sam Smith. Plankton Johnston. Yeah, so, I mean, I get it, especially <clears throat> a lot of times when I perform, I perform by myself. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got a, the worst allergies of all time. Hmm. Are you uh, allergic to humans? Just a few. Yeah, cool. He's allergic to amateur radio shows. Yeah. God dang. <laughs> Luckily, he's on our show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we'll clear it right up. Right up. <laughs> okay, um, let's get to the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should play that bad boy. Uh, how would you cue up this song? How would you, how would, like, you're, you're about to, like. That's a sexy it, end of summer jam. Mm. You're about that's, to listen that's all, to That's all I need to say. There's more to it than that, but you got to ask me in person. Let the song know. speak for itself.
by Sam Johnson. So we're here with Sam Johnson. He's uh, playing our Balance Breakfast Festival coming up and at Amnesia in the Mission, San Francisco. Um, Sam's headlining on the 19th, which is a Thursday night. Headlining, right? Yep. Yeah. And check, uh, check. Sam, you're uh, you're going to play something live for us now? Yes, sir. Give us a live treat. Tell us about the song you're going to play. It's my ode to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's called The City. Because nice. I couldn't think of a better title. To the city, mm-hmm. it's where you belong. Come back to the city, you know it's home. We all want you back. Fact, believe me, I asked every citizen to get your butt back to the city. Oh, it's where you belong. Another foggy day in San Francisco. It seems like you left, took the sunshine with you. Not fair, you should be here. We miss you from Japantown down to the pier. Sunsets and the sunset aren't the same. Oranges and reds have all gone gray. Hello, bros, took strolls off the Golden Gate. We well, need you back right away. We'll come back to the city. Mm-hmm. Where well, you belong, we'll come back to the city. You know, it's home, we all want you back Fact, believe me, I asked every citizen To get your butt back to the the city Where you belong 
The kids in the Mobina are still getting wasted. Hippies on Hate Street are still getting faded. Dudes in the Castro are still getting naked in public. But let's save the judgment. Well, all I'm trying to say is I'm missing our days in the park and our nights in the mission. You're breaking our hearts if you stop and listen. You hear the pain of ladies crying. Well, come back to the city. Where you belong, come back to the city You know, it's home, we all want you back Fact, believe me, I asked every citizen So get your butt back to the city Where you belong, oh, 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 yeah, yeah Sometimes you need a change of pace You go looking for yourself in another place And you find that all alone Well there was no place like home Yes I know you miss the city life Lights at night And they're gonna shine like crazy Come on Oh when you come home Come back to the city Oh you belong Come back to the city you know it's home, we all want you back Fact, we voted, it passed Better get your butt on the next bus Back to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the. Well, Come back to the city It's where you belong, yeah, 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 yeah Nice, yeah, that's catchy as fuck Thank you <laughs> So we're kind of getting, so that I feel like we're getting sort of like the old, this is like the old school Sam, because this is like you're busking, this is like you by yourself. Is it, was it like a hard adjustment to go from this sound, this like acoustic intimate thing to like your full band thing? Like, was that jarring at There's first? There's definitely a transition there and we're going to have to do some rehearsing. Uh, we're we're going to be doing a lot of rehearsing and hopefully a lot of gigs between now and February because yeah. I just... Uh, I just got invited to perform with the band Train. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. That's pretty sweet. On they have a, they have a cruise that they charter every year. So it's Train and Matt oh, Nathanson oh, cool. and Alan Stone and the dude from Sugar Ray and tons of people. Uh, nice. It's called Sail Across the Sun, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm gonna go perform with those guys. And we're bringing the whole band out there. And most of my gigs are solo, so it's gonna be a lot of performing and rehearsing uh, yeah. from now until then. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Now, you, now the name Sail Across the Sun makes more sense. See? Because <laughs> train? Because it's a boat. Oh, because it's a boat. boat. <laughs> yeah, they should have chartered a train. I don't know what was with the boat. Yeah. yeah. They probably I'd would. They probably hate that <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> if you like, if you came up to them and said like, "Oh, you should have char- should have been a train," they'd probably be like, "You're kidding. Yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not playing. Here's a life. You're not playing luck, with us yeah. anymore." <laughs> cool. What's next? You want another song? Oh, yeah, I want more. Okay, dog. We're all right to want, right? Okay. I think you just said you watched the music video for this next song, Future Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is my favorite. (laughs) Dear Future Me, looks like you're doing all right. The old school with the top down It's a beautiful life A dear future me I know it took a long time But you're sitting at the top now Can you tell me what it's like 
yeah, huh? When it all went down, when it all went down, you stood there like a man. You didn't try to run from it. You didn't try to run. When it all went down, when it all went down. You got back up and brushed the dirt off you. I wish that I could have a word with you. And if I live to read this letter, I'll tear it open and remember how far we've come. It almost took your ass forever. But you finally got your shit together. Well, you finally got a dear future me. Do you remember that night? Too much to drink. When we got in that fight, we gave you two chipped teeth. I apologize, but you should learn to keep your hands up. Or at least think twice, yeah. When it all went down, when it all went down, you stood there like a man. You didn't try to run from it, but you probably should have run. When it all went down, when it all went down. Got back up and brushed the dirt off you. I wish that I could have a word with your word with your word. And if I live to read this letter, I'll tear it open and remember how far we've come. It almost took your ass forever. But you finally got your shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You finally got your shit together. Well, you finally got your shit together Dear future me Dear future me Dear future me That's real nice. Hey, now I feel much. now I feel all sad. Or, I don't know, maybe not. Melancholy. That is like that's deeper though. That's like a real deep track. Was that was that like uh, hard to write? That come to you really quickly, or was it? That like, was the hardest song to write ever. Yeah, it feels it feels like that would be tough. It was tough, uh, and so it's a co-write with a friend of mine named Mars Today, who's a San Francisco fella, but now lives in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, we spent about three, three days writing that song together and I had gone to visit him specifically for the purpose of writing a song yeah. and we, we had like three 12 hour days of going back and forth and, and, uh, really, you know, almost killing each other at points. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was this one, one moment I remember it was like the, at the end of day two. I mean, he's, he's, he's a, he's a hard ass and I could be a hard ass too. And at the end of day two, there was a moment where I was so mad. I was like, I'm not going to cry right now, am I? Like, <laughs> like it was just, why, why were you guys so mad or why were you mad? Just like, you know, you're trying to get the... 24 the, hours of... Yeah, you're try, yeah it's, it's exhausting. And you're trying to get the best thing done. And you've been sitting in this yeah. dark room for 12 hours a day, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I, I actually, I've heard that the best songs just kind of come right out of you and that's like how it goes and, and that that is how it goes sometimes and, and you know i i really like that song i was really happy with how it turned out and that was not the case for that song it was a it was a pain 
Was it that concept from the beginning, like the future me concept, or did that mold over the course it of molded. songwriting? Yeah, yeah. We just, yeah, we didn't have any sort of direction. It was just kind of like, oh, what do you want to do? Yeah. And sometimes that happens really fast, and I'm actually more accustomed to working that way these days, but that was a few years ago. And uh, so eventually you got the concept, and then mm-hmm. you're trying to, you know, collab. Yeah. Which means you want your idea to win. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I keep wanting more. Yeah, you I want to do another one? Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm a selfish music listener, so I, I mean, as long as he's <laughs> sitting there with a guitar and is willing to play another yeah, one. Yeah. Sure, man. I'll keep listening. I have one I have one serious question for you awesome. for for your next one. Just is really serious. Cool, cool, is cool. there a is there like a an a, an oil or a special cream I can rub on my throat to have the smooth sound of your vocals? If you want to get allergies, uh you could sound just like me. Is that what it is? Yeah, you just dude, have I a cold have the, all the time. I, it, just like in the last <laughs> week, I think. Yeah. I I'm yeah, a little bit yeah. a little bit wrecked. But, but seriously, uh, like when you like if you sing in the shower, does it does it come out this way or do you stylize or is this just like this is your 100% natural I voice sing just... in the shower <laughs> I don't even take showers <laughs> those aren't allowed to shower good answer yeah musicians don't have time for showers is that what you're about to say yeah Yeah. damn alright um, I wait what was the question alright I'll play a song yeah play <laughs> just play a song anyway your, your voice is smooth that was the question thank you very much is your voice smooth answer yes huh <laughs> For a second, it would take the stone. Never would start down this road I'm on, but I'm here. Gonna keep on going with a million other motherfuckers doing what I'm doing, and I'm pursuing grandiose dreams to say the least. I'm a student of the old world out on the streets. It'd be prudent to get myself a good plan B. Plan B is the same plan as A through Z. Oh Lord, please, if you lean down and hear my prayers. Walking down this road for years And my fears, no matter how my heart yearns I'm never gonna get mine Well, I'm on my turn Don't give me my time Walk the walk Done the work Well, I want mine mm, Don't give me my mm, I need mine yeah, I want my turn, don't give me my turn Work so hard, you know I've earned it, yeah The want mine, I need my turn When I close my eyes Oh, I see All the things that I want This life to be When my eyes open, well, I want what I deserve. My fire burns. Well, I want my turn. Don't give me my turn. Walk the walk. Down the world. Well, I want mine. Give me my world. Eat mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want my turn. Don't give me my turn. Work so hard, you know I've earned it, yeah. But I want my and I need my turn, baby. Yeah. Short version. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. That's good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. 
I know. Pretty what much all pretty much all the songs I write are derivative of reggae, even if they don't feel like it. Like that one's like clearly kind of got a reggae thing going on, but oh, yeah, I guess I could kind of see that. But pretty much everything every, every strumming pattern I do is like derivative of reggae. Interesting. It doesn't doesn't come off reggae to me. <laughs> I don't know. That's cool. But I guess maybe part of that is there is like a lot of reggae influence throughout pop, like to your point of like Sugar Ray and all that stuff, like, sure. you know, mm-hmm. all had that as well. And, I, and not a lot of people like said like, oh, Sugar Ray's totally <laughs> just copying reggae. No. Right. I think Hotel California, like, that's a reggae song. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Dark Desert Highway. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Going in my hair. Yeah. So I guess it's really the strum pattern that makes it yeah. kind of like, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. I never even thought about that. What um, what are some things we can expect in your live show at Amnesia? Uh, us trying not to fuck up the backing tracks, because <laughs> that can that can apparently be uh, troublesome. We we so far we've had a good success rate with the backing tracks, uh, but uh, but apparently there's room for error there. Um, but we're gonna have a good time. I just like to you know. I like to talk a little bit if I'm feeling comfortable. I don't know if you've noticed, but yeah. uh, so maybe some talking. Pull up your ankle socks to your knees. Pull my socks up to my knees. That's right. <laughs> Straighten my bill out on my hat. Yeah. Mine's always flat, except for sometimes I sit on my hat and then I'm like, ah, oh, there's a wrinkle now. That's the worst. That's yeah. the worst. Uh, First world problems. What's what's um, what's going to be on the backing track? Like, are you are you going to have people joining you plus a backing track, or what's what's that going to look like? Yeah, so it'll be a three piece: me on guitar, Tim on bass, Michael on drums, and uh, he's he'll be running the tracks too. It's just it's just to kind of to fill it out, right? Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? We're not going to hire seven people to play on the stage at Amnesia or yes. ever. I'm not going to can't fit seven people on that stage you, anyway. No, you so. <laughs> to that as if it were a setup thanks for the setup uh come back on sunday both of the bands have 10 people in their bands really really yes. they're going to be in the audience they're gonna, some of them people. are going to be in the back it's behind the bar it's yeah it's it's urban renewal project they played last year they 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 have um those um cardboard boxes to make it that big band look where you like the the brass instruments oh. are behind the behind the uh about? yeah yeah so that's one thing and then um uh California, California, Californicorns. California corn, yeah, Californicorns. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Californication, and I'm like, not Californication, Californicorns. No, that's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> they also have 10 members in their band, and I uh, I haven't seen them on the Amnesia stage, so I know Urban Renewal Project can do it because they came, they did. They came down the stairs, out into the audience. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be friends with those guys because I feel like if you have 10 friends that'll show up to rehearsals and to shows, yeah. that's like way more reliable friends than I have. Yeah. Well, the advantage is that like, if they all bring, you know, friends, the bigger the band, you know, the more the audience, well, you literally don't that. even have to like market yourself at all. You just like bring all your friends, your friends. and it's like a million people. Yeah. Good point. The, uh, um, <clears throat> so there's no, <laughs> this is like starting a band 101. <laughs> Step one, get 15 people, people in yeah. your band. <laughs> Haven't played tambourine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Preferably somebody with a huge family. Yeah. 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 It's a huge local family. Bring all your cousins. Hiring Mormons to play in my band right now. <laughs> Great band. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, so the hope is that all of your music videos play out in the audience. 
Like it's really? like well, I mean, like so you you didn't say that you were bringing in any like beautiful women or beautiful men to like be on stage with you. So the hope is that your music creates these steamy situations in in amnesia. Last time I was in there, it was hot. <laughs> so this hot or it was, hotter? It was hot. Okay. Hot AF. Yeah. Uh, based, based on your music or just like literally temperature. Well, um, it's literally temperature. Okay, so then I'm going to make a goal. I'm going to have it, like, mm-hmm. air-conditioned in there. Bring a fan. So it's, like, really, really cold so that when you step on stage, we can see some steam coming out, like, dang. I'm down. And I'm hoping some relationships are formed on this night so that later we can be like, did you see that couple, like, relationship yeah. formed? Relationship goals. <laughs> Stefan's making a lot of pressure on you yeah, right now like, okay, to bring so. the bring the sex drive. Uh, I have to sex appeal. steam out my ears and yeah. get somebody married. We'll okay, just get another. some dry eyes. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Hey, can Fog I ask machine. a favor? Yes. Well, there's three of us here, so who are you asking a favor of? Stefan. Running the boards there. Yeah. Running the show. Yeah. You got I have it. not eaten today. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have not. This is a setup for a donut video? This is donut. Dude. Perfect. Let me just get it. Perfect setup. So, so, um, should we record this? Let's get double. Can we get double recording? Like Corey's on your phone recording it and I'm on my phone recording it. Sure. And like, I brought two donuts too. So in case we mess up the first time, uh, uh, so let me get, let me get my recording device ready and Corey will get his recording this device the first ready. Time I've seen this tradition. So I'm really excited. Well, and, and speaking of that, uh, uh, your band is playing balance oh, breakfast. You want, you want me to do the donut thing. Don't well, you? I mean, I mean, all bands have been Your band's challenged. Called Great Highway? Yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah. Thank you. All bands have been challenged, so. But you can't open it until I get a video of you opening it. You have to pretend like you're still Ooh, opening it. ASMR. <laughs> There's another side. Oh, that smells good. It's blueberry. Mm, see, I didn't even bring fresh donuts. I brought, I went to the liquor store next to my house and got the Hostess glazed blueberry. <clears throat> One, because there's not a donut store near my apartment, and then that's really the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, well want, do you want a, re- a reminder? Uh, okay, give me the reminder one more time. Okay, so I'm going to steal Jason's mic here. We're almost kissing there. Uh, so the reminder is... Uh, just Preston, will you film it too so I can put... Or actually, you guys are all filming it. Yeah. Um, well, we can... Is that your phone there? <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. I just got I to focus on eating these donuts. Yeah, though. so Jason, you can take his phone and record. His phone? No, his phone. Oh. So the gist of it is you tell them when your next show is, uh, then you, um, you either before your donut or after your donut, you challenge two of the bands that are also playing the festival. And then you try to, uh, see how many bites of donuts you can take while saying your band name. So it's like, dude, that is just so many instructions. I don't even know if I can do it. Okay. Bite a donut, say your band name, bite a donut, say your band name. So wait, first you have to tell about the festival. Oh yeah. I'm headlining amnesia for balanced breakfast, September 19th at, I think I go on around 11. That's correct, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to put a donut in my mouth and not swallow it. Yeah. And then I'm going to say my name because that's my band name too. And many times as you can. As many times as I can. <laughs> Sam Johnson. <laughs> this is good. Sam Johnson. Don't chew it. Don't swallow it? Don't swallow it. Okay. Sam Johnson. Fuck. <laughs> Sam Johnson. There's another donut in there. I think there's there's more donuts. One more donut. One more more donuts. There's more donuts. Don't choke though. We don't have insurance, so don't choke. There's a whole bag of donuts. Grab the next. Does everybody know the Heimlich maneuver? (laughs) Grab the next donut. There's a whole other one in there. 
Can I just enjoy this no, one? No, it's gotta go in your mouth. <laughs> no, it's, okay. <laughs> and That's all I got for the donut challenge, scene. okay? So who do you challenge? Mm. Well, obviously now the Great Highway. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I don't have to do it right now. No. no yeah, you have to I do have a donut, donut you have get, No, he has Next to get his own donut. Oh. You have to enjoy that one. And then my friend Kaina from the go-ahead. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Did she do it yet? Nah, where, where can we see you? Where's the show again? Remind us. September 19th at uh, Amnesia. That is on in between 19th and 20th on Valencia, right? Yeah, exactly. That's right. You right sure down you? the street from uh, Different for Music Studios, which is where my record label is based out of. Text yeah. me records. Text me records! Yeah. Yeah! Whoop. You sure you don't want to eat that second donut on air? No, I'm going to eat this. I'm just not going to say my name a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did pretty good. It was harder than I thought it would be. It was a lot harder. I was like, oh, man, I could put a donut in my mouth. And, yeah. Yeah. I was 100% hoping that I could peer pressure you into that second one, but you're strong. I just, I just not the most pleasurable Safety way to first. enjoy a delicious blueberry donut. Yeah, I think he was just worried Are about choking, honestly. That yeah. is blueberry, yeah. I don't think How it's about, strength. Good choice. What kind of donuts do you guys like? Um, chocolate. <laughs> chocolate, like yeah. the glazed or like a full-blown chocolate cake donut? Cake donut, definitely. Okay. Like a no, cake I don't donut? like the cream filling kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, the last one, so for my challenge, mine had custard inside of it and like oh, something luck. Something similar to um like chocolate cocoa puffs on top of it. It was What? It was crazy. Did the custard Wait, make you flimmy while you were like or like or you do this? Watch the video, it's on Instagram. Uh, good plug. <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> <wait>. Good plug. <laughs> Nice. Speaking well, of plugs, can I shout some shit yeah, out real quick? Dude? Yeah. All my stuff can be found on my website, samjohnsonlive.com, and all my handles are samjohnsonlive. Instagram at samjohnsonlive, Facebook, samjohnsonlive, Twitter. Don't use it very often, but I'm there. What about like music services? Spotify, Apple Music? Spotify, yep. Sam Johnson. Uh, you can find it on my on my website. There'll be links to all that stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just, just go by my, my God-given name. Sam Johnson, Samuel Johnson. I, I have one other question I sometimes like to know, and by sometimes I always like to know. Um, who are you listening to right now? Mm. Uh, that's, that is a good question, and people ask me that occasionally, and the truth of the matter is I don't listen to as much music as you might think these days. Uh, Why? I, I don't know. I guess I was so obsessed with music for so long. I continue to be obsessed with music. But it's like in a different capacity. Like I think I was just like taking in music for so long, it's important. and then and now I'm very focused on creating, creating it. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that has to do with it, but I assume it does. Yeah. Um, actually, I remember when I was a little kid. There's this lady that lived next door to me named Nancy, and she was the shit. And she worked at this radio station, and she would get all of the uh, the singles, the CDs first before they even came out, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and she would give them to me. And even as a little kid, I was just like such a fan. So I'd go through, I was like, a Blues Traveler CD, awesome. And um, still love Blue Tra Blues Traveler. But so I, I asked her what music she likes. And she's like, I don't like music. And I was like, what are you talking about? You don't like music. You are a music professional. She's like, 
Yeah, but like once you turn something into your job, it like yeah. changes everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which brings up another question. How do porn stars feel about sex? I think we all know. How do uh, they feel? They still do you want us to, do you want them to call us at 415-550-0511? Yeah, if any porn stars are out there, call, 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 us. call the show. Call on this. We'll put you on the air and, let, and tell us about if you still enjoy your job. We'll solve it. It's like you've been puzzle. banging all day and then you get home yeah. and then now, you know, and now there's, you know, somebody else wants to bang and it's not for money and then you're like, <laughs> shit for free. Maybe foreplay becomes that much more important. Or just for like really romantic, you know, vanilla. Cause like if they're like, you know, just like taking it up the ass for an hour oh for, for like five hours and then they come home they maybe they just want to like be like loved, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That. Maybe breakfast and bed becomes breakfast yeah. in bed. Yeah. Balance breakfast. Yeah. Bed. Yeah. Breakfast, like yeah distinctly non porn sex. Yeah. So if I was a porn star, I'd want to go, I'd come home. I would want not porn sex. Yeah. Dinner first. Yeah. Yeah. I'd want to be wined and dined. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you said your, your label is text me records. This Hell is weird. Yeah. Do you have a girl, Tiffany, that works for you? Sure do. Yeah. She used to be in my band for like three months. Are you sure about that? What does she do? She was, uh, she played a little guitar. She wasn't very good, but she played a little guitar (laughs) and she sang. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. She was very good singer. She sang actually quite well. We're talking about the same Tiffany. Good looking blonde. Tiffany Wilson. Yeah. She's like a model now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wait, what happened? Right. Huh? What happened? She died. No. She died. <laughs> Still a model. Though. <laughs> no, I don't know. She she tried she tried music out. She thought she uh, wanted to be in a band, and then she did modeling instead. And we said, you know, it was peaceable. Like go your own way. Yeah, she uh, okay. she does play music. She's a little quiet about it sometimes. But yeah, she was a little uh, stage shy about music, but she wasn't stage shy about modeling. And she realized that she had more like aptitude for that. But that was a weird connection. Well, now model cool. and record label management, which is tremendous. Yeah, that's pretty cool Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Right and on Tiff, shout out. She's super beautiful shout too. Tiff for. Her. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> if uh, so, if we were if we were to uh, put another one of your songs on, which one would you want to hear? Mm, um, I like the song. <laughs> Faded is fun. Is that on there? Which, uh, which album is that on? It's a single. What are the what are the what are the top five singles in there right now? Uh, right now, your top Spotify. five singles on Spotify are Twenty One, Fuego, Palm Trees, Building a Home, and Future Me. I guess Building a Home is the only one we didn't listen to, so let's just do that oh, one. Dude. Beautiful. That seems like a reasonable idea. Let's see if it. Uh, let's Chasing you, Lord, if I ever complain, remind me of from where. 
Check, check, check. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. You're calling into the Balanced Breakfast Show. Who's this? This is Yale. I'm sorry, say that again? Yale. Yale. No, that's my bad pronunciation. Gale. Gale. Oh, yes, of, co- of course. I got a bad pronunciation. How you doing, Gale? I'm always trying to get people to give me money. No not, shit, me not, too. Not you guys. I'm trying to get rich people to send me money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can they help? How can we help? What do you need the money for, first of all? What was that? What do you need the money for? I need the money. I'm an old sick lady. I've got really bad arthritis. Last August, I had to go to the hospital. My hip was infected. It's a mess. All right, Gail, how much would it cost to cover all of your medical bills? Oh, I don't know. We got some feedback over here. We, um, <laughs> so how much money are you asking for? Well, gee, I was hoping to hook some really rich people, you know. Get some, what was that, like David Carperfield. They got Is that a magician? What was that? Mm-hmm, okay. David Copperfield. I'm writing, I'm writing this down right now, uh, Gail. Hold on, hold on one second. Well, you know, you know, because I'm not well... I keep doing this. Every show I can sneak on to at their station, I try to get like my appetizer in to get some money. Right, right, right. No, that's that's uh, that's Not that's bad. good. That's admirable. But my question is, how much money specifically are you asking for? Because if you're just asking for lots of money, that we need a number. Well, give me a number. A number. Gee, I'm so Jeez. You need more. You need more than. Five hundred dollars. Silly guy, you. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, so that silly guy. You silly, silly guy. guy. He is a silly guy. Trying to be too specific. <laughs> I don't think it's silly. Like we we just we're getting into the the we details. Find rich people for you. How much? Five hundred dollars. Actually, what I was trying to find out is, you know, I tried to get the rich people to send it to P.O. Box seven two zero zero seven two zero zero. 
San Francisco, California. San Francisco, California. Nine four one seventy two. Nine four one seventy two. So, um, if David is, Copperfield, if you're listening, or any well, of you other mag- motherfuckers, <laughs> uh, magician moguls yeah. that may or may not still be alive, I don't know if David Copperfield is even alive. I'm not talking they got I don't even know. I feel like pretty sure he is, but probably not living in San Francisco. Eighty-two point five billion. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Gail, just uh, one more question for you here. If, if let's just say David Copperfield he- hears this and he goes, you know what? No, oh, David Copperfield, not the magician, the book. The book. David Copperfield is the name of a book. A book. A book. Probably about the man, if I had to no, guess. No, not about him. Good guess. This uh, is a book about way back in what in the 1800s. Or oh, something. by Charles Dickinson. About this mm. poor you, are you asking so, for Charles? Are you asking for an author to send you money, or? No, you are all confused, David. I am. I'm so turned around. Yeah, this a is a novel. learning lesson. I forget who wrote it. Uh, Charles right. Dickinson. Gail, I gotta let you go here pretty soon, so I got one more question for you. Yeah. If David Copperfield or whoever you imagine. Charles Dickinson. Sending you money is going to send you, let's say they send you just magically, and you never know what's going to happen. It could happen. A check for $1 million arrives in your P.O. box. I'm in such a deep mess. I need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do with the million dollars, Gil? Tell us right now, please. This is your last opportunity. This is your life. I'm going to pay my expenses. I got a lot of expenses. What kind of expenses do you have? Medical. Okay. Okay. And well, then I, I'm living is no good I, I have a different. I have a different question for you. All right. Thank you. Help me I, out here. I have a different question for you. Yeah. I'm. I'm mostly curious how you feel about steamy singer-songwriter music, like that's like the basis of romance. Well, I got a couple more ideas on this. I'm trying to get people to look up my Indian background and see if I can get some money out of that. Gail, do you have an Instagram? No, not you, really. Do you have a Facebook? No. Get a Facebook and an Instagram and call us back. No, I can't get that. Also, uh-huh. check out some steamy singer-songwriter music on Spotify. There's this guy named Sam Johnson. He writes this uh, this music that like is what love is all about. It's like what the, the basis of relationships oh, are made oh, on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I failed at love miserably. Oh, my gosh. I, I failed. Horribly. Mm, so now sorry. I put my focus on one thing. Gil, yeah. I gotta. I gotta okay, this is your chance to make it up. I want you to do me a favor. Yeah. You listening? Are you listening? Yeah. I'm gonna give you a kiss through the phone. Oh, I'm Aww. not interested in that. I, I, you, but you gotta I'm kiss. You gotta kiss me back, okay? Yeah. Green paper. Can you hear me? I know what you're saying. So you gotta give me a kiss, okay? Oh, I don't kiss. Are you ready? On the count of three. <laughs> one. Two, three. Mm-hmm. You're not kissing, Gail. Laugh and kiss. It's, Come it's on, impossible. don't do that. You don't, don't do that on the first hands. on the first one. We won't tell anybody. We won't tell anybody. What? I don't even shake doctor's hands. Doctor's she doesn't even shake hands. That's I different. So we can't kiss through the phone. Do we have that song? Kiss me through the phone. <laughs> no, I just I just twinkle my fingers. You twinkle your fingers? I don't like Wiggly. shaking hands or that fist bump deal. So you wiggle your fingers yeah, at somebody right. and that's but, your handshake? But you know, if you guys can find out organizations that give money to old sick people, like a grant, 
because I don't have access to a computer. I don't know, Gail. You sound pretty all right to me. I hope somebody sends you money, but you sound good. A million dollars from David Copperfield. Yeah, Coming your way. Yeah. That'll be great. Bye, Gail. Here. See you later, Gail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Gail. I do hope someone Gail. sends a million dollars. That was a little grimmer than Gail. usual. Gail, I'm you my way. <laughs> that got dark. Fun that got dark. I kind of like her, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all... got to feel for her. It's only a million dollars. Uh, you guys are tightwads. Yeah. Stop being as... A million dollars in San Francisco. We are not rich people. That doesn't even move the needle in San Francisco. A million buy you a house. I'll tell you what I've learned is that I'm in the wrong career. Magicians, that's where the David Copperfield. I started with a book. I was like, what? It's not exactly a donor, is it? I'm going to admit, I I definitely warned you, but I couldn't warn you well enough for that one. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be heard to be believed. Well, the good news, the good news is, is Jason's gonna cut this up, so he can he can cut out the parts that are no, awkward. I'm not deleting any of that. Are you it's well, gonna be just the Gale part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't it's cut. It. Just, I wouldn't cut a thing. It's no. just Sam and Gale. It's gonna be called the Beautiful. Sam and Gale Variety Hour. Nice. Yeah. Was that her name, Gale? Every week, yeah. Gale. Yeah, Gale. Yeah. Sam and Gale present. Or Vale. Didn't you say actually with a veil or something? No. Gale with a veil. With a V. I thought. Poor Gail. I wonder how old she is. I thought it was pretty good. What's next on the docket? <laughs> the, the, uh. Who's our next caller? Next, next, call, we're supposed to have some, the phone was beeping, so I thought maybe some porn stars were trying to call in and they didn't get through. Interesting. Um, but if, if you were one of those porn stars, just call back, 415-550-0511. Just calling back. <laughs> Uh, um, that was really quick. I don't, I'm not certain that's a porn star or, <laughs> ga- or Gail. Are we doing any? <laughs> we like, no, you got to take it. Do you guys uh, do any like current events type things or like what's new in the news? No. What is new in the news? I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention. I heard there was a hurricane that was going to hit Florida, but never did. Yeah, I that's, didn't? That's no. good. That is good. It's supposed to be like a really bad one. I think that happens a lot. <laughs> the news that I, I think hurricanes almost hit Florida like all the freaking Yeah, it's are. a lot of letdowns. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> it's like earthquakes in I California. That's what I was going to We're supposed to fall into the ocean, right? Yeah. So that was supposed to happen like 15 years that's ago. That's still on the docket. So, hot take. That's still, that's still bound in, to happen. This in current news, California is supposed to be in the ocean and also hurricanes supposed yeah. to land in Florida. Yeah. Basically and there's a possibility of Southern there. California and Northern California splitting, you know, two states. Mm-hmm. Is that so, really going to happen? I mean, it's on the docket. Yeah. That's Everything not, that's on the docket. There's a, there's, I'm a, on the docket. there's a certain area in Northern California that wants to be its own state. Like, like not all of Northern California, just like this little province area yeah. that wants that's, to be its I own mean, state. That seems reasonable. They should yeah. let, let's just let them have it. Portlandia, they had that like they wanted to be, and they like decided to split from the United States. Uh, oh yeah, that's that possible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the docket for today. It's already been done, unsuccessfully. Uh, yeah, the um, I keep seeing the light for the phone. I think porn stores are. Let's do it. Porn stars are. I mean, what you, could go wrong? Phone's right there, Corey. You, you can jump right on that one. Wait, how do I? Black click? one. Just answer it. It, just, it won't go on the air. Right you can you can phone. check oh. to see who it oh, is. We'll keep talking. You can tell us if it's tell Gail it or is. a porn star, or if yeah. Gail is a porn star. That's all. <laughs> <the possibility. laughs> he's, he's, answering, he's answering the phone in the studio. You did it. There's nothing there. There's uh, nothing there. No. All right. Well, let down. Porn stars hang on. Let on. down. God, I'm so terrible at this. Let down. Um, what would we actually do if a porn star called? I don't I, think we're ready. I don't for think it. I'm we, never ready to talk to porn stars. Well, that makes I would be very skeptical. <laughs> <Ready> to go. <laughs> right. I would. I am primed and ready. She would have to prove it, or he. Have you ever known a porn star, Sam? I don't believe so. Wait, let me just double think. Hey, Corey, your caller's back. Okay. Just, um, just answer I don't and say believe hi. I've ever known a porn star. Like personally? No. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure you got to know somebody that's done porn, though. Like, yeah. usually, it's like, somebody. yeah, everyone has like a friend of a friend of a With friend the in of California. Of yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, there's not a porn star on this oh, line. Sounds like a porn star. Corey is saying there's a porn star on the line. Oh, yeah, Jesus. we're gonna get you on the phone. Right on the on the line. Just a sec. Uh, you can you can hang up because we're we're on the air. Uh, how how are you doing? Yes, you, yes, you porn star. You want porn star? <laughs> a very, very small penis for your porn star needs. Did How many videos, professional penis? videos, have you been in? Yes, no videos. It's just me by myself. But um, so you're not even recording. Mind, in my own mind, I am a star. In my own mind, I am a star. This is what's most important in life: is to love yourself, even if things are small. I mean, like not that. Porn is not really star that is shining. I feel like maybe you're not a porn star and you're just you, advising you, us on There's life. a lot of Russian you porn stars, let me tell you. define the worth of myself. Hold on, let you this guy not, go. You do not tell me this for me. Mm-hmm. I tell you this for me. This is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so oh, I'm convinced. Keep going. I'm, no, I'm that was convinced. the end of a sentence? Yeah, that was what, um, just getting good. I'm convinced. No, um, what's your specialty? My specialty yeah. is self-love. Self-love. Perfect answer. Nice. Mm. I believe. Mm. I am a believer. Now, what? now, where can we find this self-love? You're inside yourself, my friend. You have to look inside yourself. When you look good. for other people for self-love, this is the path to suffering. This is the truth. So, oh, it's, like, www.selflove.com or... How does that go? That, no, not dot com. Am I on dot com right now? Inside myself, like which orifice would you suggest? You know, any of them are good. This is good. Yes, any of you them try you can find you it. Yeah, uh-huh. yes. I love that word. What is what, what? what is the name of the music people on your show right now? We're not music. Uh, Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but. I just had one more question. Okay. I did have another question. What year did you become a star? And how old are you now? What year? Born a star. Yeah, so... Stars are born. It's instantaneous, the stars are born. It explodes. So instantaneous. It explodes with the love you have inside of yourself. That is instantaneous, but... So you're like uh, like Jesus Christ time, like how many years since Jesus died? Is this what you ask? Don't think Jesus was a porn star. So would you say uh, in the business of of, uh, self-love that you're uh, particularly well-endowed? No, very small, very small, but I love myself anyway. That's okay. It's very important to love yourself no matter what. Yeah, even if you have a small... It's the motion of the the ocean, potion, as they say. Well, you know, no motion, nothing is moved about myself, but this is okay. Is this your right hand or your left hand? I thought uh, it was uh, How you, how you in English, uh, ambidextrous. Yes, <laughs> See, I always thought it was about camera angles. I don't know if you guys have, like, looked into, like, Instagram photography and, and like, how to date, take those, like, really nice uh, dating profile pictures. It's all about angles. Are you talking mm-hmm. specifically uh, about dick pics right angles. now? I'm just, yeah, angles are important. Yeah, he accidentally sent me one once. Now you are Where's your head? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely all about, uh, it's definitely all about, uh, um, like if you can, uh, like <laughs> wow, like if I you, can't believe we're doing this right now. Ang- like you have to shoot from like an upward angle down. That way, it's like it's like you don't get fat chins in there. Like it's mostly focusing on your eyes. Like on your eyes. You, I mean, it's I love how a, this is news to you, though. Jeez. Yeah, girls have been taking hot angled selfies for the last fifteen years. Well, this is what I'm talking about. This is this is our key to being stars. 
is the angle. Porn stars? It's all yeah. about the angle, baby. I thought it was self-love or something. Yeah, it's definitely self-love. I feel like there was a speech back there, and I <laughs> thought I was supposed to learn. A Russian speech, so. Yeah. yeah. I think he was actually Russian. God, we got to get some more callers. That the was fun. Callers yeah, that was are good. the best. I <laughs> know. Yeah. No. yeah. Was that a new guy? Have we ever had him before? Call back. What's the number again? I, uh... Okay, let's, uh, I'll, uh, we want you. She <laughs> <laughs> wants to talk to us. Yeah, please the phone talk number to us. is four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We need like an operator if we're gonna take these calls. Like, I will be the operator. I am. Oh, we, I know. Got literally, we need like we, we have need, two operators. Yeah, we, we have, have so many calls coming in. The booth. How the how the heck do you filter these? You don't. That's the point. <laughs> it's a surprise. It's I like, thought uh, for sure that was gonna be Gail again. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was convinced. How about this? I, this is the phone call I get most often. It's not my family. It's not my friends. It's, hi, this is John from Air Duct Cleaning Services. Mm. This is not a recording. Yeah, don't hang John. up. Yeah, yeah. Don't hang up. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on recording. while I adjust my headset. <laughs> I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a recording. What are you talking about? Yes. Um, remove me from the list. This is, not, this is not a list. We're talking live right now. Yeah. Yeah, I got that call too. Don't worry. Uh, it's like they went from offering you a million dollars in an email to a million dollars in a phone call. We should just give them um, Gail's phone number. The next time you go on those recording box, be like, "I'm not interested, but my friend Gail is." Yeah, that PO box had a suspiciously yeah, large here's, amount here's of numbers. Here's the thing about this John from Air Duct Cleaning Services. I don't know what I'm supposed to do next because they call every day, sometimes multiple times a day. I've tried to talk to somebody on the end of that line. I've tried calling them back. There's no mm-hmm. like function that they want me to do. They're just calling to let me know they do it. Yeah. And then I search them, can't find anything about it. I try to call them back. There's just no way to get a hold of them. So they're just Whoa. putting out these calls. So now you have no dirty so this air is ducks. like phantom ghost telemarketing, basically. There's just no end it's like result. Telemarketing like, I don't even know what grave. they're after. Like I would. I would like them to come clean, clean my air, air ducts at this yeah. point so they can stop calling me. The robots um, have hey, finally we, uh, taken over. Hey, we got over. another caller, Corey. No, was me. I was, my, oh, okay, my girlfriend's trying to call in, so oh, okay, I'm just making sure. Oh, let's talk to your girlfriend. Yeah, Wait, which, to your girlfriend. You don't want to hear that one. Is what, she a porn star? What was she calling in about? Yeah, that's what I wanted. I was like, <laughs> she wants me to come home. Ah! <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's past my few. bedtime. <laughs> okay, now you do have another call, though. You do have another call now, Corey. You want to check it? Are we screening phone calls? Corey is now screening a phone call. He said hello. Who is this? Okay, I put her on. Is it Gail again? What am I saying? Hi, you're uh, you're on the air. Yeah, you're, on, you're on you're on live. Uh, caller, what's your name? Hello. Hi. Wow. Hello, world. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Please say Hi. your name. Hi. What's your name? Where are you from? First time caller, uh, long time listener. Uh, yes, my name is Tina. I live in the Mission. <laughs> this is oh, definitely cool. a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, the, what's I mean, cracking, Tina? Ah. Uh, Cracking. So, uh, I I'm I'm a very serious caller. I want to hear a little Have bit more drinking, about. Have you been drinking, Tina? Hold on, let her about talk. the band. You want to know more tell, about the band? Tell me. Yes. Yeah, I didn't catch the name. <laughs> My name's Sam Johnson. The I'm I'm the band. I think that you're self-titled. <laughs> it's just the one guy. It's just a guy. Not a whole band. Uh, Tina, I have a question for you that relates to Sam. Um, In picking your porn name, because Sam had to pick his band name, so this is like kind of similar, porn name, band name. Uh, How'd you pick Tina? Good question. (laughs) Four-letter word. Okay. Damn Tina, you killed that one. Starts with. (laughs) Four-letter word starts with. So how did Sam, how did you pick your band name? 
Me? Yeah, great yeah. question. My or how did your parents? Great question. They didn't. My parents didn't see the internet coming, so they gave me the most like saturated name possible. Sam Johnson. Is Sam speaking of porn? Sam are speaking of will friendly. That's just exactly what I was thinking. Yes. Sam Johnson. Tina nailed it. Johnson. Yeah. Tina nailed it. <laughs> Tina, did well, you have any? Did you have any other questions? questions yeah. Or points you'd like to make, or do you have a PO box we can send money to? <laughs> can you do a Russian? Wait, accent? you're not. Sam, you don't want to touch the porn name thing, Sam Johnson. <laughs> don't want to. Um, what do you mean? Is that a porn name? Oh yeah. I felt that's like that's pretty name. tame. Like I would be like. General something. I don't know. General Johnson. Sam General Johnson. Malaise. General Sam Johnson. <laughs> General Johnson. It makes it real easy. <laughs> General public. Would, would Sam know. be a dominant or a submissive if it, if he was Sam General Sam she Johnson? Sam then. If your name's General anything, you got to be Dom, right? No, if you're having... It's, it's, then Not you're if there's submissive. like an admiral it's, above you. You're Dom all the time, so when you're in the bed, you're definitely submissive. submissive. Oh, Whatever, yeah. guys. That's how it happens. Do you have two Facebook pages, one for your um, for your porn and one for your band? Um, <laughs> that could be for you or Tina. I don't think That's you want a trick question. <laughs> I have a personal p- Facebook page and then I have a music Facebook page. Is Tina still there? I mean, I, I, I turned, Tina. I, she's here. I just turned it down a touch. Oh. <laughs> let's, let's shut Tina up. <laughs> uh, Tina's they, just giggling. They, Tina, we appreciate you calling in. Yes. Is there anything we can help you with? Issues? Do you have any problems like relationship or money or anything like that? Any advice we can offer you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hit us I up. Could, you know, I could, I could, I could get a little uh, help trying to get my my man friend to cook a little more at home. Okay. You want your you want your your boyfriend? Is he your boyfriend? Man friend. He's a man. He's a man. I, oh, man friend. Man friend. Do you guys, do you guys live together? Yes, we do. And you want him to cook more. Do you cook normally? I do all of it. You do all of it. Especially when you're the pressure cooker. (laughs) Why is is Corey talking like he knows Tina? Um, No, I just know her boyfriend. Do do you think that it... Does he cook at all? Well, very poorly. Well, that's the question. So why do you want him to cook more? I was just going to say, that's the question. Do you want your man friend to be a better cooker, or do you want him to just, like, cook his poor excuse for a meal uh, on a semi-regular basis? That's how you get better. Tina, 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 Tina. Let me ask you a question. Isn't that a song? Let me ask you a question. Tina, Tina, Tina. How often does he take you out to... ...with this cooking topic? And it could get really interesting. Okay, go on. You sound like you're a little pent up, Tina. Just <laughs> <laughs> got a few. Uh, if only your man friend would come home claws. tonight and take care of that. Tina has unfulfilled man needs. Claws. Tina, does he ever take you out it. for dinner? Mm. Hmm. Huh? Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, like Sometimes is not a good answer. That's Ish. not often enough. Hey, man, we're trying to help this guy out. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, sorry. Let's give him advice. I thought we were on Tina's Let's side. Let's give him advice. Oh, yeah, so we're on we Tina's side. Advice, yeah, we're pro Tina. We're in the yeah. team. Hey, Tina, team I, got team team. I, got, I got an idea for you, and I can't believe I'm going to throw throw your dude under the bus like this. Uh-oh. What if you just stop making him dinner? I I might have to. What would happen? Yeah. He get really skinny. He only drinks soy less He only what? He only drinks soy less. He's a soy boy. So, Is this, soy are you talking about Tim Vickers, my producer? <laughs> so I love Tim, by the way. You love Tim too. Yeah. But he drinks a shitload of Soylent. That's what they have the studio Wait, a lot. What is soy- Soylent? It's like, like it's like, like a meal replacement sci-fi yeah. movie where the it's right, like Soylent Green it tastes horrible. It's, it's that's not, what it's named after. Are you drinking it's not people? Good. Uh, trying. Yeah. Wait, I mean, you, I'm not. What Tina's is boyfriend? The, what yeah. is Soylent? Eduardo. Is Soylent like high <laughs> in nutrition or something? Tastes. 
bad. Does I've never it, yeah, had you one. put Does it in it a make shake. you swole or ripped or something? No, just for breakfast. They, it's like just to keep you going. It's like yeah, a meal replacement. Just for breakfast. Meal replacement. Oh, yeah. So he just drinks Soylent unless you cook for him? It, yes. Tina, let me, let, me, let me ask you a question. What is it that you love about this guy? Late night with question. Yeah, that's what I want to... That is a really good question. Yeah. What is it that you love about this guy? an answer that is forthcoming. Tick, tick, and I think, yeah, I think that's fair. We'll be here in two weeks. Oh, Tina, you're out of time. Hold on. You guys are running her over. I really want to know. What is the thing you love about this guy? Yeah, it's one thing. It could clearly only be one thing. Pretty face. What? Pretty face? That's it. Pretty face. All right. Stop cooking for him. Call us next week. You want to give out your personal phone number so that Tina can call you next week and... Give updates. P.O. Box. I, like to take, I prefer to take things slow. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's a nice start. I'll give you then P.O. Box. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling yeah, in. Thanks for Thank calling you, Gina, in. The porn star. Thank you. <laughs> that she, was great. She sounds nice, but her her man friend sounds like a total loser. Yeah, I know. Dude, why didn't you tell her that? <laughs> yeah, jeez, why don't you? I mean, yeah. I, I mean she, this he, is like off the air. He says it all the time to her. Yeah, it's like off the air banter. Like when, when she's not listening and like she can't stick up for his nice face. And you say, well, Damn, me. I like how far a nice face will get you, though. And that's yeah, what she said. Said he has a nice face. A nice face. That, that's, that's the not most even like neutral. a good face. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even mean you're attractive. It just means like your face is, is neutral. I can, I can look it's more at like it. a neutral face. Yeah. That's all right. Tina, my dad is single right now, so yeah. how old is he? Uh, sixty. He just okay. turned sixty. I, feel like, I don't. I don't know. I feel like we have time for one more caller. If anybody Ooh, wants I would to call, hope so. four four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Yeah, we have one. You um, have to be a real person. Ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes left to make that phone call. We have more than ten minutes. Twelve. And if nobody calls, what the hell else are we doing in here? Yeah, we got. <laughs> I don't want to play some music. That's not what this is all about. I just want I, I want to know how your tour went. You were just uh, traveling around, went to Seattle. Yeah, I wasn't really on tour. Um, I went to Los Angeles a couple weeks ago with basically the entire Text Me Records crew, and including our beloved Tiffany. Mm. And uh, we shot a few music. I heard videos. she's really good at guitar. Fucking Tiffany. <laughs> New. That's what uh, she was last week. Yeah, we went down there to shoot some videos. It was a grueling, grueling day, but I got a good story about Ambien. It's not even a good story about Ambien. I'm oh, just, it's, the, the story is yeah. Ambien is fucking cool. I've never really used it much except for this one experience where I had to get up at four in the morning to make a flight, and then we had an entire day's worth of shooting that that day. Oh, so no. I need to I need to rest. I don't go to bed till two. Okay, I don't go to bed till two a.m. I wake up at ten. It's like clockwork. But and on that particular day, somebody gave me an Ambien, and I took it at like 9.30, oh, was geez. sleeping by 10, and got mm. like the full seven hours of sleep, was able to knock out my entire day in Los Angeles, and uh, so... God bless you, Ambien. I don't care. I've heard of horror says. stories, so that's a that's a good story. That's yeah, you just gotta stay off Twitter, like Roseanne Barr. Zambianist, are you sponsored by Ambien? Can yeah, they sponsor? that's what I they thought. Have been. He's nodding. For the record, he's nodding. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. Yeah, I discovered an interesting thing. The way this studio is laid out, you uh, start in the light and you end in the dark. It, we are literally sitting in the dark in the studio here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, Who's turning on the lights? I feel like I need to. Do they have lights? It's yeah. behind it's like, your cord. Can we afford behind them? You. Behind you. It might be better this way. Oh, oh that's no. good. It's a lot bad. of light. That's, you guys are still pretty good. That's uh, yeah. Still we just got creepy. Yeah, it's like we we're quite creepy. I kind of liked here. it. I liked that. Our I liked it. I liked it first. Talking about porn stars in the dark. I liked it first, and it made me uncomfortable. Tiffany in the dark. Maybe porn stars in the dark should be the name of our 
a radio show. <laughs> it would, I have no problem with listeners. What's what would be okay? So like, what would be the sexiest name for musicians? So it's like porn stars is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Singer songwriter is pretty tame, pretty boring. Most steamy por- oh. uh, singer songwriter. Johnson. You mean like dark. like rock star or something? Rock stars. So it's like the rock star show. Did you ever think about having a like a fake name like a rock star? Yeah, name? for sure I did. What I, did you come up with? Yeah, nothing. 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 I didn't come up with anything. That's that's the the brutal reality of it. It's like it would be so helpful to have an alternate name that had less competition, but I just couldn't yeah. think of anything. Yeah. And, and believe me, I thought about it. I noticed there's like another Sam Johnson on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know confused. what's funny about that guy is we're we're like. I guess uh, similar levels of uh, like if you look at our profiles on this or that or this or that, it's like kind of similar levels. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. fighting over who it's gets the Sam Johnson it. race. Yeah. Occasionally, occasionally I'll get a phone Sam call Johnson. for that guy though, and he yeah. lives in the UK. They'll be oh. like, "Oh really? Yeah, this, you know, this is somebody who can help you with the marketing for your blah blah blah." Yeah. Like, oh really? <laughs> so you should <laughs> trade. And Let you, me send you my stuff. You I'd do like the to do UK tour, shows. I'd like to do a tour with him. Yeah, you guys should collaborate on a track too, or something. You know, That'd like Sam Johnson featuring Sam Johnson. Johnson. That's Johnson, a great Johnson. Idea. Johnson and Johnson. Can't the live. Sam Johnson duo. That's a good idea. Find a third Sam Johnson and be the Sam Johnson's trio. That's a lot of Johnson. <laughs> wow, it just evolved. A lot of Johnson. It's really not, it's really not the worst idea of all time, though. <laughs> they look really Our bored. Our friends are so good. bored out Have there. You, yeah, what do you think so of bored. the other Sam Johnson? When are you leaving? He's good. Yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. It's nice. nice. All right. The, uh, Plug for UK Sam Johnson. Yeah. Sam Johnson. There's also a reggae artist named Sammy J, whose name is Sam Johnson, and I've actually met that fella, and he is quite successful. I mean, like he's yeah. from New Zealand, but tours like New Zealand. Wow, he's from New Zealand, and New he Zealand. tours everywhere. And he's killing it in, on like the island reggae scene. How um, did you meet this guy? Um, I had a girlfriend that was in the island reggae scene, and oh. uh, so I, I met I met through her, and. One time, I opened up at this place that's legendary for having at the mezzanine. You guys know the mezzanine. Oh yeah, they all they always have like island reggae shows there. Mm-hmm. So somebody put me on as Sam Johnson, and I think a bunch of people showed up to they see Sammy like J. And they were like, "Who's this white boy?" <laughs> <laughs> it was very disappointing yeah, for a lot awkward. of people, including Aww. myself. Is, is this like a Highlander situation where there can be only one, and and hopefully in the end it's Sam Johnson? No, he's cooperating. <laughs> they're going to collab. Definitely be Sam Johnson. They're going to do a UK reggae pop thing with the three Sam. I feel Sams. like I'm more aggro than you. Then I'm, I'm like, whenever I meet another Stefan, I'm like, there can be only one. Mm, yeah. And I start to pull Have out my killed? sword. And then you've yeah. killed, you've murdered him. You get stronger with everyone. You're not Sorry. smiling when I asked you if you'd murdered. You're right. Just he does looking look awful serious. Right. That's I mean, frightening. This, is, I this am might using be our my last N- episode. I am using my yeah. NPR voice. So. We may not make it out of this booth alive. Where, well, where would we find your Sam Johnson? SamJohnsonLive.com. All my social media, media handles are at SamJohnsonLive. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at SamJohnsonLive. If I um, if I played Love uh, Don't Cost a Thing, would that be the oldest thing on uh, Spotify? That would probably really embarrass me, but I think it's a funny song. Is it like the oldest thing on there? Uh, might, probably. might have to end the, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I think I think this is a good ending time. <laughs> Sam, we're actually, I'm, I'm genuinely time. looking forward to seeing you on Thursday. Thank you. It was very really nice to meet you guys and nice hanging out. And this yeah. was a lot of fun. It yeah. was. At the Balanced Breakfast Show at Amnesia. You've been listening to our podcast. Best breakfast. My name's Stefan. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. I'm Jason. Peace From out. Great Highway. Great Highway. I'm, I'm Corey. From Saturn's No Good. 
and samjohnsonlive.com our special <laughs> guest and thanks for our live studio audience for coming in today uh, we actually have people in here watching us so it's, it's cool last go to song, the live audience last, last song of the show yeah she wants to party go out and dance can drink more liquor than any man some girls dinner or do you take a bite my girl ain't shy with her appetite Mm-mm. call me old fashioned whatever happened uh, treating lady like a lady should be treated holding the door taking a check i can't afford so i don't know why the heck they say I took her out instead of paying the rent. I got evicted, slept in my car until I sold it so we could go to the bar. Call me old fashioned, whatever happened. Treating the lady like a lady should be treated. Spent all my money, now I'm in debt. I love you, honey, but I ain't got nothing left, bro. They say, Live in the Mission, Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. <laughs> anything about it sorry all on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast 
Um, yes, you can also find us on social media. M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter. Podcast, MOV Podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live. It's 8 o'clock! Yay! It's Friday night. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yes, I am wearing the cheerleading costume I wore in high school. Why am I doing that? Well, this is the show that's about funny body issues and being made fun of if you're too skinny or too fat or too whatever. And I have a cheer for it. Here we go. Give me a K! Give me an I! myself yay I was never gonna be good enough I was too fat no this is my actual high school cheerleading costume from 1991 when it, it 1991 2019 28 years ago and I wore this exact costume and I thought I was fat <laughs> I think that's funny now I think that's laughable because I really I wore this same costume and it's like I'm a fat piece of shit I'll never be good enough like what what kind of messages was I getting from the world uh-huh. uh, I'll, I'll do a little origin story about my uh, eating disorder issues when I was in kindergarten I had a teacher at a Christian school isn't that lovely that the Christian story isn't it nice and I had a teacher and I was in kindergarten and we all memorized Bible verses and you get up to the front of the room and you'd say your Bible verse and everyone would get an ice cream cone and I went up and I said my Bible verse and I got graham crackers and then my teacher said fat little girls never get anywhere in the world you're a fat little girl oh, that's why and everyone licked their ice cream cones and I ate my graham crackers and they had the same amount of calories <laughs> like you fucking mean bitch the ice cream cone and the graham crackers same calories 
cool. And then, and then when I was in second grade, I remember being in this moment in vacation Bible school where I was sitting on a chair and I put my toes up so that no one could see my thighs smash and be so gross and fat. Ah! I was like in second or third grade. And then I saw this amazing episode of Different Strokes. And it was so incredible because Dana Plato, it was her birthday, and she got a birthday cake and she ate the whole thing and then she threw up. And I was like, we can just do that? That's amazing. We can just throw up all the time. Yay! I love Dana Plato, Different Strokes. Oh, wait, that was fiction. I was supposed to learn a lesson, not learn about bulimia. Yay! Cool. So that's my origin story. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, this is a cute little fact I learned today. 9% of nine-year-olds in the United States have thrown up because they think they're too fat. What? It's so crazy because we live in America when one third of our people are like medically obese. And then we've got kids that are like, I'll never be good enough. I have to be better than my mom. We have 25 million hoarders. We have all of these diseases that are made out of excess. I just don't get it. Like, we eat, we have too much. Oh, and like, and I was bulimic and wanted to kill myself as a high schooler because white girls don't have any other issues. Like, I was so rich that I had to like hate myself. Yay. So cool. I just, I'm so confused that like, I'm so confused that uh, we have so many oh, horrible things. I mean, remember when Michelle Obama was here and she hated fat kids? Wasn't that great? She was so cool about it. She was like, she was like, oh, work out, kids, and we're gonna have healthy school lunches with like healthy foods and less salt, and let's work out together, yay! And I was like, that's so cool, Michelle. I miss you so much because I wondered about our new. Uh, first lady, Melan Melania, Melania. How do we pronounce her name? Melania. Melania. Yeah, Melania. I don't know because she never talks. Like I don't know what her voice sounds like or what her name is. But it, and I would think like uh, uh, nobody listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. She is so skinny and pretty. Say something, <laughs> anything, something. What's like your first lady thing to stand up for and talk about, right? And I thought that she would plagiarize. Michelle and just hate fat kids too, right? And but she'd do it in a different way. She's gonna teach the kids, you know, um, how to, I think, champion bulimia because it makes kids four times the consumer, right? Like they consume four times the food and then they're better for the economy. I think that Melania is going to really be known as an environmentalist because she's going to teach the children to vomit into the composting. You know, regurgitate, renew, recycle. We're gonna use all of that compost for the wine vines in Napa because that acidic vomit, it's gonna be so good. The acidic compost is gonna be really good for that 2019 Pinot, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be great. Say thank you, Melania, for helping the wine industry. That's the thing is, it's all industry. There's so much industry that's based off our lack of self-esteem, right? Like, ladies, all right, makeup, what? Like, I wasn't wearing makeup for a long time and I was calling myself a feminist, but then I, my friends gave me some um, $18 lip liner from MAC and I was like, wow, 
I'm just not wearing makeup because I'm poor. I'm poor. This is a class issue. This has nothing to do with me being a feminist. I just can't afford makeup. It's, friends gave me makeup. I'm like, oh, I can be pretty too. Yay. Just so much of our economy. You know, Gillette, 1904. That's when Gillette showed up, right? When dudes used to, they used to be prided by the size of their beard because that meant that they were a great farmer and they were helping America and they were amazing. And then all of a sudden, if you didn't shave off your face, you were a poor farmer. And it was like, what are you doing? Be part of the industrialized America. Body odor's a thing now. That didn't exist. Like everyone just smelled funny, but like, no, you gotta wear, you gotta do something. So men had to shave their beards. Gillette, the best man can get. Right, remember? And and like women couldn't even show their legs. Do you remember the time when if you showed your ankle, you were a dirty slut? Remember that in 1904? And now, if we don't shave from our big toe to our twat like a four-year-old girl, we're a disgusting slut. <laughs> Nobody wants to sleep with gross. Why don't you shave? Gillette, the best a man can get. Yeah, I don't, I actually shaved my legs this morning for the first time in like five months and it was like I murdered a baby squirrel. It was, it was, I didn't even do it in my shower because I was worried about like clogging up the whole works. So I did it on my couch, like with like throwing the hair away in a responsible way. I made it into a small cat toy and threw it to my cat. He's like, ah, I love your leg hair. It's good. Uh, yay. Gillette. Did you guys know about the new Gillette razor? Do you hear about it? 17 blades for the closest shave. <laughs> right? So many blades. The 13th blade is easily removable, so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. <laughs> never. Gillette. The best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. This is, yeah, exactly. Well, no, when I was a child, like I really was super affected by like body image. I was super bulimic for many, many years. And I just find it so funny because I really was tiny. <laughs> I was like exactly the same size as I am now. And I'm like, you dumb bitch. Why did you listen to the male gaze? I don't understand why I wasn't listening to the male gaze. I walked down the street today. I got so many comics from the comments from the male and female gaze. I finally understand cat calling, right? Because I have a cat. Cat. And I kiss at my cat all the time. Sir, don't come here. Sir, don't come. He never comes. Like it doesn't work. Cat calling doesn't work. The cat never comes. Like it just, he doesn't. He'll stretch out on the floor and I want to touch him and all of his eight nipples are showing and I'm like, you are a stripper and I want to touch you. And I get super close to him and then he's also the bouncer. He's like, ah, 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 ah. don't you touch my nipples. I'm like, oh, I was asking for consent. Like, I don't know in cat language what consent is. But walking down the street today, I got so many like comments. Uh, one guy, he said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. And I was like, that's a compliment. That's not catcalling. That's a compliment. That was great. I felt really good about it. It was fine with me. It's like, you can... You can say that on the street to me. I like that. Uh, but another gentleman uh, said, you got a nice fit on today. And I said, that I, I am fit and I have an outfit. That works. Double entendre in cat call. Like it. And then he said, 
cute skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? What? what? We just changed from compliment to cat call really quickly. Also, that's kind of gross. Why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? You weirdo. That's kind of gay. That's kind of weird, man. I don't know why you want to smell that shit. You don't want to get under there. It's not cool. Cool. So I did, I did used to have a lot of like tons of eating disorder issues and I thought I was fat, and I thought I was skinny, and then I thought I was, and now I'm like, yay, everything is fine. Why are we all freaking out? But this really is a big issue in the United States when we have so many problems. But one of them also happens to be that one out of every four women has eating disorders. So that was interesting to me. And also that when I put this show out and I was like, hey, who has body dysmorphia issues or who's been made fun of for these things? Guys came up to me and I was like, this isn't this. Wow. I feel like so closeted that dudes have this issue too. I feel kind of like a jerk. And, but it's, I mean, that's real. Like guys can be too skinny because you're not big enough. You're not manly enough. But girls have to be so tiny. And why aren't you more like a tiny squirrel? And like, what's wrong with you? I don't know. 90210 fucked me up. Anybody else? <laughs> I grew up in Danville here with the San Ramon Valley. Yeah. Uh, and everyone was so perfect that we just didn't even have a scale anymore. It just got so strange. Anyways, this this isn't funny. I'll leave you guys with one of my favorite cheers because I was a cheerleader for God. There is only one God. Andy is the sun God. Raw, raw, raw. Yeah, right? That's a good one. Yeah. I was a Christian cheerleader, and the only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is the skirts were really long, which were not sexy, uh, and then my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. Also, <laughs> not sexy. <laughs> it was not something I wanted to deal with. All right, let's let's get into this shit tonight. I'm so excited you're here. We usually we sing a song before we start. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy, clubhouse. comedy, clubhouse. together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 we got a bong back there if anybody wants a hit, we totally have a station bong and tons of weed, so it's totally fine, M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, you want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! I'm so excited because I have no idea what's going to happen tonight, but I, I am, like, I love these themed shows. Also, yay, I, I know, there's so much fun because we get to do material that we wouldn't normally do and, like, who talks about eating disorders or not even eating disorders. This isn't even about eating disorders. I had an eating disorder because those are my body issues, but tonight is, like, about people who are, like, wicked, super tall and skinny and being made fun of for that or being anything that the world expects you to be, but you're like, I'm not, and then how do I... And why am I not good enough? Or whatever. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Yay, we're all here. Um, I didn't make a list because I'm a terribly unorganized person. So do you guys want to like mad dog each other who know who are on the show? You guys don't even know who are on the show, actually, which is funny. Like, do the people on the show want to Or do any people are like, oh, I feel the need to go first. They're, ah, is anybody's like cute belly? Like, look, you can't even tell. Was that... All right. Hey, you guys. Your first comedian. She is a lovely human being. She's the one, actually, the reason that I started the theme of the show is that she was hosting at um, the now defunct Sad Face uh, Hotel Utah. And I, you were doing jokes about being so skinny on stage. And I was like, 
wow, like she's had it rough. And I, as a child would have dreamed to be you because you're like wicked, super tall. And you weigh like, you're like ounces and like the thigh gap is so gorgeous. Like you've got this fucking thigh gap. I could like stick my head. I could put three kittens in your thigh gap. Like I can imagine if I, that would have been today's thing. If I could have made a Fonto, a picture of you, if I could Photoshop three kittens in your thigh gap, put your hands together, everybody for Gaula Finman. Is it working? Are we in? I kind of feel like I'm at a white supremacist rally. <laughs> like, are we okay? Are we allowed to be here gathering for thinness? <laughs> like, we are the supreme body type. <laughs> Give it up for thinness, you guys. That's what we're celebrating. <laughs> we'll make it complicated. <laughs> you know, if we haven't met yet, uh, my name is Gaula. Uh, people are like, did you get that name at Burning Man? <laughs> In a sense, my parents created our very own Burning Man. They had a wild time. They had seven of us. They went crazy with the names. I'm the fifth girl. They were like, first baby, girl. Sivia, Bracha, Hindi, Adel. Finally, their fifth disappointment. Let's call her Gaula. And then the boy came along, Alex. And they were just like, hello, Alex. Welcome to society. This is capitalism. That's the moment we're in now. Go enjoy it. Oh, ladies. <laughs> well, you're going to have to explain yourselves all the time, wherever you go, in an artistic way. <laughs> and so here I am, talking to you guys about the dark side of being skinny. Is there a dark side? We'll find out. But it's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to like stare at myself in the mirror to be like, this is what I look like. I mean, we do it. We all, we all fucking do it. But people will tell us, you know. It's like I was in the bathroom the other day, washing my hands, and some, how's that for you? <laughs> and I hear like clicking. Somebody came in and they're like, oh, uh, am I in the wrong restroom? Because <laughs> they see this. And I'm like, oh no, just the wrong decade. <laughs> It's like, I know I'm six feet tall, very skinny, no boobs, totally flat chested, and I like a good barbershop experience. <laughs> Anyone else? But um, I'm on my period, and my nipples are really sore, so this is also my bathroom. When you're skinny, you have really small boobs, usually, unless you get a boob job, right? I uh, Well, there's some exceptions. I have a friend that... um took all her like life saving. She was always kind of self-conscious about her boobs. Anyone else have like a period where the, dudes do? Felt weird about your boobs, body weirdness? She had like a little small one. This is my small one and this is my big one. Anyone else? <laughs> and she was like, I want to fix that because it's been, it's been hurting me. People have said mean things to me. And she finally had $10,000. I was like, you know what? If I had 10 grand to do anything, I'd maybe just accept my boobs and just start a movement. Hashtag diverse titty. You know, just like one big one, one little one. It's not such a big deal. But like, you guys, ladies, men, people tell you what you look like. Like, I pissed off a guy at a bar the other day because he was like, I don't know if I can call you pretty. Hi, talking about being beautiful. <laughs> And you guys are all beautiful. There's some chairs over here. You can sit on the floor if you don't want to make it hard for anyone or me while I'm doing my set. This is great. No, this is great. 
Yeah, they're all cute. It's great. Just like a thin what, supremacist group, just loading them in. <laughs> nice. Thin people united against curves. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to talk about? Um, yeah, I talked about. Yeah, so this I was in I was in a, a bar and this guy got really pissed at me. He's like, I don't know if I can call you pretty mm. or handsome, you know. And I'm just like, oh, that's so hard for you. <laughs> you don't know what to do with this. It's so hard for you. Look, well, the non-gendered word I think you're looking for, sir, is ugly. <laughs> you think I'm ugly, and you're pissed that I'm the only thing left in this bar for you to sexually harass. <laughs> Am I opening the channels of skinny and ugly right now, y'all? People will pick it up later. Look, if you sleep with me, that doesn't make you gay. <laughs> Dudes. If you're begging for a pegging in your booty, <laughs> you're teetering, okay? <laughs> okay, true story. Yeah, what am I gonna talk about? Um, I was doing this, what I'm doing right now, I was looking down, walking down the street in San Francisco, and some guy goes, Confident and pretty woman should never look down. And I'm like, how, first of all, how do you know I'm pretty? I could look real fucked up and have no teeth. I'm looking down. You don't see this fucking face. I got you. They're fine. Everything's fine up here, too. But I was looking down because I, as Pam mentioned, was admiring my thigh gap. You can fit three cats in this thigh gap, according to Pam. Three little kittens would be happy in there. This is a portal. This is where all my self-worth lives, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sometimes during the day, I just like to remind myself <laughs> of my worth. <laughs> a portal to possibility. <laughs> I worked hard for that. You know, I was walking down the street, and I'm a nanny, and I was pushing the baby, and a woman came up to me with a very inferior stroller to the one I use. And I work for really rich people. There's an upper baby, okay? And uh, she's like, you, you are so thin for just having had a baby. Ah, excuse me, I need, and I was just like, I don't want her to get close. And I was like, I'm a nanny, you created life, have a nice day. And I like turned down a street I didn't need to go on to like run away from the mom that felt fat. And I was just like, I didn't want her to come close to me. I didn't want her to notice how haggard I am and that this thinness isn't coming from like Gwyneth Paltrow styled self-care and health. I do nothing to deserve this. I have wide hips and I don't gain weight here and I just have a thigh gap, okay? I eat whatever. I, I did have an eating disorder for like a summer when I was 15 because Nicole Richie told me I was fat, right? Like <laughs> that, that was the times. And then I like realized what a body mass index was. I was like, I'm an 18.5, anything less is clinically anorexic and skinny. So I gotta just face the facts. I'm a fucking skinny bitch with some fucking thigh gap. And then Kim Kardashian came on the scene that second made me hate myself for not having curves. So what do we do, ladies? <laughs> Just fucking, we surrender, you know? <sighs> to eat, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So my thigh gap and my thinness actually comes from having, I don't have an eating disorder, but I have Marfan syndrome. Does anyone know what that is? Yeah, it's a genetic disorder. It affects your 15th chromosome. 
It makes you legally blind. You can have scoliosis. And you can drop dead of a heart attack at the age of 35. But people, it also gives you thigh gap. <laughs> so if I want to rock on the tenderloin for the next five years until I drop dead, just taking what God has given me, I'm going to fucking do that. <laughs> Nobody's as tall as, there's no people with Marfans in here, right? Because I would, I just want to like, if there was, we could just shake hands and I could just stay on the stage at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> we could just shake hands and then I'd like pull you on the stage because I want to start a mutant army. <laughs> Anyone with any kind of mutated disorders, we could just fucking take over the world First rule, nothing happens before noon, because we're fucking sleepy. Naps all the time. <laughs> we could just sloth our way into success, you know? Just fucking take over the world by doing less. <laughs> Those are my people. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that is all I have to talk about. <laughs> um, so give it up for your incredible host and babe, cheerleader, Pam Benjamin. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I, I did shave my legs, I said, for the first time in five months, so that's lovely. But I only shaved up to my knee, so I have no idea what the rest of it looks. I didn't shave my... This is. It might look like a spider is running across my legs, but no, that's just my pubic hair. I have, I have so much pubic hair, it looks like a hair skirt. Like, I'm... I'm not nervous to be naked in front of people. I I have pubic hair that's so long and old. It's been around longer than many comedians have been doing comedy. <laughs> it's like three-year-old pubic hair. Like, I want to keep it. One of them today, like, really came out. Fing! Like, it really came out. Fing! And it was super silver. And I, like, kind of tugged on it for a minute. And I was like, no, I'm just going to let you stay there. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a lot of power in that silver. Fing! Cool. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let society make me trim my pubes. <laughs> ah, there's power in the pubes, baby. Okay. I I hope your next comedian has pubic hair. Let's bring up. A, do guys have pubic hair? They have they lasered it off yet? Have guys done it too? Like, is everybody so against pubic hair that they're like, you have to laser your balls now? Is that happening? Are dudes lasering their balls? I don't. I don't watch porn. I have no idea what's happening. Um, I, I don't. Do they? Do they lace? Do, are there? Does anyone have a shorn scrotum? Is that, I don't know. It's waxing. Males wax their balls. Now that's amazing because I'm afraid to wax because of the pain. But wow, on the ball sack. I thought men. I, I mean, if men can do that with their ball sacks, they might actually be able to handle childbirth. That's amazing. I'm impressed with millennials now. They're like into the pain. Let's get it done. Uh, all right, uh, let's bring up your next comedian. Where I see him back there. Damn, damn. Are you ready? What? Uh, I believe he might have been a diminutive boy uh, that might have been made fun of for his non-large size. I'm just guessing. Unless you were like this tall since you were seven. I don't know how that works. Put your hands together, everybody. For Dan Aganaga! Yeah! It's a funny story. I used to be 6'4". <laughs> something happened. I don't know. 
Uh, no, but thank you very much, Pam, for that intro. Uh, I love it how you say my name correctly. I think you're the only person who could say my name correctly. It's Agi Naga. Agi Naga. Kind of sounds Japanese, right? A little bit, right? The weird thing about that name is some people even expect to see a Japanese person after they hear that name, which once made for uh, quite the awkward job interview. This actually happened. Yeah, I guess HR didn't do their homework, thought they were gonna be interviewing someone Asian, and then I show up, and they realize they're interviewing someone lazy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I'm Caucasian. Uh, I'm very Caucasian, I've, st I've started to realize. Like, I'm like water polo white, you know? Like, I look like someone put a water polo player in the dryer. Like, essentially, that's, that's essentially what I look like. Now, speaking of that, um, this happened to me last week in Oakland. I work in Oakland and I was walking on the street and a kid points to my face and goes, yo, you got the face of the Stanford rapist. Can you believe that? He thought I was still in college. <laughs> still got it. Little cutie was just paying me a compliment. No, I am very young looking for my age. I'm 33 years old. Pam, you think I look like 23 or something like that? And it translates back all the way to high school when I was, so I'm 33, I look 23, so when I was 13, I looked like a fetus, I guess. <laughs> that was actually my nickname in high school, no joke, it was fetus. Yeah, I was so little, I was five foot one, I weighed 97 pounds, and about 96 of those pounds was all in my head. <laughs> I had a really big head, my head hit puberty before my body, I looked like a walking lollipop, it was awful. Uh, I looked like Mr. Garrison if he was shorter, yeah. Um, and it was uh, it was tough. It, it, I miss those days though when bullies would, you know, say mean things to your face. You know, now you don't have that anymore. Now they're just hiding.